Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I once had the privilege of hearing Ken Williams speak. He's the founder of Changed Movement and I am going to share this because I love that the Lord offers solutions to the different problems that we find in our culture, in our society. So if you're a homeschooling family and pretty far removed from the wider world, then the LGBTQ, etc. maybe doesn't affect your family to a very large extent. But I would say almost every family that I know who has a child in the public school system has some level of just surprise around their young people, whether the young people are identifying in ways that they hadn't expected or sympathize with ways that they hadn't expected. There's an incredible amount of pressure on the young people from the surrounding culture to approve of things that would not be part of what would be, I guess, traditional, classic Christian understanding of male and female and marriage and all of those. So if this doesn't affect your family, (laughs) you are very much in the minority is my point. So I'm always interested though, to hear testimonies of people who have maybe gone into that lifestyle and then come out because we certainly hear plenty of stories of people who, you know, grew up in the church and then left it because they declared themselves to be gay or lesbian or whatever else. So what Ken Williams shared was how he said, and this is of course from his experience as a person who formerly identified as gay, that almost all of the stories, he said, if you listen to a person, you can usually tell where's the brokenness that would cause them to identify in a non-traditional way. He gave the example of one of his friends who was born a woman, lived as a man for 11 years, but has been out of that for 26 years. So in her case, she was in a home environment growing up where all of the women were sexually and physically abused. And so it wasn't safe to be a woman. (laughs) So of course, why would you want to be a woman in that case? Let's not do that. I think about my friend Wendy sharing about how You know, in my era growing up, if I had a period that was painful or messy or whatever, I would talk about that with friends. You know, it was kind of always cathartic, like, oh my goodness, this was my horribly embarrassing story. But then you move on. Whereas in a social media era, young people will share this on a forum online and then they'll be counseled about how, oh, that's actually because you really want to be a boy. You're not actually wanting to be a female. Instead of just saying, this is kind of traumatic for most of us. We figure out to wear dark pants and, you know, like there's practical things that you can do. Don't wear your white shorts when you're menstruating. I mean, these are practical things that <laughs> we maybe have to figure out at some point. But that doesn't mean that you hate being a female. It just means that you have specific challenges. Okay, well, that's that's fine. The point is, though, there's all of this external pressure and all of these voices. And so for Ken, he said, he shared a little bit about his story, but he said, "I, I became suicidal because on the one hand, 
I had my desires and my biology and my, you know, kind of like what I thought I wanted, but that was irreconcilable with the holiness that I longed for, with the the passion for Jesus. And so on the one hand, I had porn and masturbation and this hidden lifestyle. And on the other hand, I truly genuinely wanted Jesus. And these were at complete odds. And it made me want to be dead because I could not handle the contradiction. And when he finally talked about it with his parents, they were devastated, not because of what he was, uh, not because of his life, but just because he was carrying so much pain, you know, and as a parent, you don't want your child to be carrying that much pain. And so anyway, that it was, his story was beautiful. But then he said, you know, the way that I came out of it was because I needed greater intimacy with Jesus. And that's actually what all of us need. We need to have healing. We need to have a place where people understand us in all of our messiness, in our contradictions, in our pain, in our brokenness. And then to say, you can walk this out moment by moment with Jesus. You actually get to have more of him. And so in Changed Movement, which is his organization, they have a growing body of testimonies around people who said, you know, I I did identify in that way, but now I just am pressing into Jesus And many of them get married in a traditional way and have families. And it's not that they say, like, oh, I'm now just living a lie. It's like, I actually am coming into the fullness of forgiveness and healing and wholeness that I actually didn't have in that old lifestyle. And so I offer this to you as a resource. I think he has his story in a book form that's called Out by Ken Williams. And then Changed Movement has a beautiful compendium of stories of people, lesbians, former, or I should say former lesbians, homosexuals, transgender, who they are, they're just telling their stories. Like this is how it felt before. This was what I did. And this is what the Lord has brought me to now. And, you know, this it's probably, let's say 60 stories in that book. And then but there's hundreds or thousands of these stories in, uh, in online, like they're just, they're out there. And so there is, there's space for a larger conversation. It's what the world offers, even though it might seem very kind, that's not the only story or the only narrative out there. I also appreciated what Ken said. He was like, you know, conversion therapy, there's all of this chatter about conversion therapy and you know how horrible it is but he said i was cared for by a mental health professional for 5 years who did his best for me and cared for me like why would anybody want to talk about that in a bad way that was so such a gift so yeah jesus i thank you for the people who are helping us walk through some of these big picture cultural challenges in grace-filled and in Jesus-loving ways. We're thankful for those voices, Lord. We bless you. Amen.